You are listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. During these podcasts, we'll be exploring all of the different opportunities that we get to seize the day on a daily basis and what tools and what changes we can make in order to grab those goals. Are you ready to make change? Hello, 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 podcast lovers. How are you all? It's Thursday. I'm Natalie and you are listening to Seize the Day. Now, I hope you can hear the smile in my voice because I am super excited to be doing this. It genuinely feels like forever. My last couple of shows I've had guests on. I didn't air a show on the 26th of December. My apologies. I was a bit unprepared shall we say not least because I was in Cape Town for holiday which I'll come on to so my my apologies but it feels like forever and it's so good to be doing this we're in 2020 it's a new decade and so much opportunity in front of us good things that we can achieve goals that we can set and then achieve Uh, you know the world is our oyster if I were to if I look back over my past 10 years So much has changed in both my life, the world and everything around us in terms of how we operate. So it strikes me that we have got another incredible 10 years ahead of us and we can make good and we can do great things. There's an awful lot of negativity around and I think we've got the opportunity to change that and really transform how we're moving and how the world is generally. So what can I tell you? Many exciting things. One of the reasons I didn't air a show on the 26th last month, as I've said, I was in Cape Town, which was wonderful. It, my first holiday in a, well, not, yeah, my first Christmas in a, in a hot country. Although I say hot, we had two days of sunshine out of 10. So it wasn't, and in those two days, I burnt my lip. I mean, you can't make this up. I burnt my lip. I've still got a cold sore now, actually, as a result. But it was fabulous. It was really lovely. It was magical. The boys loved it. Uh, it was truly, yeah, a, a great experience. So it was nice to be with my wife's family. She's not been back there for, goodness, about 20 years. And this, like I said, was my first time. So it was quite special. And then coming back to the UK, we had a, a second Christmas with my family. We did Panto and everything else. And then a big old uh, knees up at my sister's for New Year's Eve, which was epic, actually. <laughs> It was a really great night. Lots of dress up. I went as Thomas Shelby, um, which was fab. I loved it. And now this week, so we're week commencing the 6th of January. On Friday, I'm collecting two kittens. Oh, bringing home with us. So excited. Um, they're, uh, bless their strays, though. Or at least their mother was a stray. Uh, we, all of the cats that we've had at home, they've always been rescue animals. And these beautiful kittens... Their mum, bless her, she was a stray. She was only 10 months old or is only 10 months old herself. And she happened to walk into somebody's house just to give birth. So they were rescued and gratefully we'll get to bring two of them home on Friday. I cannot wait. Uh, What else can I tell you? Uh, New routine for me and new job next week. Week commencing the 13th, I start a new job, which I'm very excited about. So new adventures, new everything really. It's a super exciting time of year. So that's exciting. I've also booked my ticket to GCLS in July. Woohoo! Cannot wait. Super excited for that. Now I've got some great shows that I'll be planning out and airing for you over the coming year, which I'm super excited about. Um, Shows from setting and achieving goals to how to overcome nerves and anxiety, come back from illness, 
trailblazers. So many. I'm very excited. And I've also got some great guests lined up as well. So I'm really going to try to um, mix it up for you. So there's lots of great content as the year progresses. And now let's talk about the competition I aired last year for somebody to come on Caesar Day and join me to talk about their own Caesar Day experiences. And it is with great pleasure that I can announce the winner. Drum roll. I don't have a, uh, a jingle for this. Just a drum roll. KJ, woohoo! Congratulations, you have won the competition and I'm super excited to get you on the show. I am not going to read your story out today simply because I don't want to steal your thunder. So um, I'll get in contact, I'll drop you an email and let's uh, chat about getting you on and, and getting a date in the diary. Very excited. So thank you so much. I will be holding more competitions throughout the year, some giveaways and whatnot as the year progresses. So keep an eye out for those. So now on to today's show. It's really interesting. A friend reached out to me no more than a few hours ago to ask if I'd aired a podcast relating to how to take care of yourself in the chaos of this world that we live in. And it's super spooky because it's the very topic I was thinking about for today's show. So this is for you. Five tips for social media care, self-care. So tip one, and I think fundamental for anything, actually, when you become overwhelmed, take a breath. If you're overwhelmed, take a breath and walk away. Now, this is specific in this case for social media self-care, but this would apply to work any kind of stressful situation, if you're overwhelmed, just take a breath and walk away. The internet is going nowhere. (laughs) I mean, it's there and it's there all the time. You know, take some time off, grab a book, play with your children, animals, hang out with friends, family, or just have some peace and quiet. Twitter and Facebook can be a bit of a, or it can be a bit of a nightmare. And we might not necessarily like everything that we see online. So there are ways that we can adapt with that and we can change and we don't have to follow certain things because it is all about communication. And where the internet is concerned, the ri- well, in fact, actually where anything's concerned, because this applies to emails as well and texts and all sorts, the written word comes across so much harsher than the spoken one. And by nature of social media, it's an online platform. We're not together. We're not having a conversation where we can see, see someone's body language, for example, understand what's going on in their eyes, interpret the conversation in a different way or another way as you're also interpreting the words. All we're relying on is the written word and it can come across so much harsher. So walk away. And now on, on the back of that, there's two things to consider. When writing a post or anything online, it's always good for us to consider or think about how the words or what we're writing will impact somebody else. There is a, there are a lot of people who post stuff and they can be quite clever with how they post things. They're not specific about anybody in particular, but they're digging and it's, it's super unpleasant. It's really unpleasant. And there's a lot of it online. I follow accounts which for, in some cases don't interest me in the slightest. However, I'm fascinated with how we all behave in human psychology and human interaction. And some people actually manipulate situations in order to, um, you know, move forward and fuel in some cases how they want people to react, behave and so forth. Now, I mean... You just got to look at Trump and what he does to be able to see how toxic and how 
something can be so easily riled up in a hate way, in a negative way. So it's really important that we think about the language that we use, the words that we are using to communicate any message online and how it will impact somebody. Then on the other side of that, when reading a message, if it makes you angry, take a breath, walk away. And if it's still too much, you know, perhaps contact that person. Now, if it's a friend or if it's somebody you've got a connection with, maybe you can email them directly. I've certainly had it where I've seen somebody write something and I'm, you know, I'm kind of interpreting between the lines, perhaps they're in a bad place. So I've contacted them just to see how they're doing. And that's actually a very good way to deal with it rather than putting stuff more publicly online because then everything just gets escalated and and kind of out of control. So if you don't want to do that or that's too much, Pull yourself away. I mean, there's no harm. There is nothing wrong with moving away from the situation. And it is really important for us to consider what we are posting, as I've said, what the message is. If it isn't positive, if it isn't necessary, if it doesn't benefit anybody, do you really need to say it? I mean, again, I refer back to Trump and his atrocious manner online and how he fuels He's very clever with what he posts to then get his supporters riled up and he fuels their anger, which then supports his ultimate narrative. That's infiltrating the rest of the world and how people behave. Even if some folk aren't necessarily consciously aware of it, it does start to make you behave in a different way. So it's really important to consider what we're posting. Is it relevant? That You know, I, I get frustrated, I get annoyed and I have moans throughout the day or the week or whatever I choose to air them to close (laughs) close family friends and you know people around me rather than polluting someone else's time online and making them miserable I think it's important for us to you know to consider that does it does your post benefit anybody point two I love this. I read this online. I'm reading this verbatim. You do not have to be everything to everyone everywhere. Boom. Mic drop. I mean, that is just bloody marvellous, isn't it? It's just brilliant. And I'll pop the article in the show notes from where that came from. Now, this is probably difficult if you're online selling a business or if you have a business that you are promoting online You're going to want to please a lot of people in order to sell or have people interested in your what you're offering, your service. I mean, for me, gratefully doing these podcasts, this is not a revenue maker for me. I I mean, I don't make any money doing this. This is purely my time, my free time and what I want to do, what to help people if I can, even if it's just one person. So I don't have any form of pressure whatsoever in order to make sure I'm pleasing everybody all of the time it is tricky if you do have a business that you are promoting but really if that one individual isn't sure about what you're selling or doesn't want to buy into you and you're not sure about them anyway perhaps that marriage and that relationship won't work in any case so it's not a bad thing you do not have to be everything to everyone everywhere boom Uh, let's just end the podcast here (laughs) brilliant 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 The third point and something really important to remember, social media is not real. When you meet people who you have spoken to online, it is very rare that they match the personality that you have spoken to online. A lot of people are very different in the flesh. That's not to say looks. I mean, unless you've been sent a dodgy photo. (laughs) 
but you know what I mean. That it's easy to sit behind a keyboard and tap out words. To have a you know a personal one-to-one conversation with somebody is so, something so different, and people wouldn't necessarily air what they do air online in person. That that's the, it's reality, and also someone else's goals aren't necessarily yours. I mean, they might be, but you know, if someone is a, wanting to achieve X, Y, and Z. You don't have to aspire to be like them because they might not be your goals and, you know, their life is totally different. Plus, they might be struggling somewhere else. So, for example, I like to think I post nice pictures, but that doesn't mean I don't have crappy stuff going on in the background that I don't necessarily put out publicly because it's personal or whatever else. Or, you know, I could be struggling just because I put a nice picture up doesn't mean that I don't have other stuff going on. So it's really, really, really important to remember that social media is not real at all. Item four, purge. What a great word. Purge, purge, purge. There is no harm if you are not feeling motivated, inspired, positive. If someone's posts do nothing but bring you down or if you're following someone and it's just crap all the time, unfollow, block, mute, whatever you want to do. There's so many different options to do that. It's incredibly cathartic. As soon as you don't have that in your sphere, you will feel so much better, so much better. There's a lot of people I put on mute sometimes (laughs) because I just can't deal with the negative spiel that comes out. So it's really good for you to do that. And it's not a bad thing. It's good. Purge. And then finally, point five, and this is super, 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 super important. None of us must ignore bullying online. It happens. It's sometimes very discreetly done. There's a lot of passive aggressive conversations and behavior online, which is really not not cool, not good and should stop. Some folk are very clever in how they dress it up sometimes. So if you see it, call it out for what it is, you know, support people, don't let it happen. If you are experiencing it, contact somebody who you feel you can talk to. Now, again, because the online world is something that is so, well, I mean, it's in our lives constantly. Sometimes it's difficult to remove yourself. So just try to chat to somebody else to get some perspective on it in order to be able to make the next steps to move away or get yourself out of a situation and, and, and get help in that regard. But number five, we, we've got to address the bullying online. So yeah, five really good points. I hope they help. I hope they're interesting. If you've got any others or if you've got any good tips that you use as a you know daily kind of self-care or as a general, you know, I treat social media in this way. I have time limits, whatever. Please let me know. Comment, um, comment in the comment section if you've got any good ideas. I'd love to hear from you. Or if actually if you've got any stories about how the internet has been incredible for you. Because there are really good things out there. But it's about managing our time and, and, how, we, and how we work with it. Because ultimately it's a tool. It's there to help us. It's there to support us. It's there to make things easier. But it can get a little bit much over time and a bit toxic. So take a break. Number one, you don't have to be everything to everyone everywhere. Number two, social media is not real. Number three, purge, <laughs> clear out. People do it on Facebook all the time. Just, you know, have a, have a cull or whatever people call it. And finally, number five, don't ignore bullying online. And if you are experiencing it, reach out to people, a lot of people that will be able to help. 
Thanks for listening, everyone. It's great to be doing this again. It's great to be in a new year. Um, and if you've got any show suggestions or any kind of comment or anything you'd like to, you know, you just generally chat to, you can always email me. Contact details are nataliemillersnell at gmail.com. Website is seizethedashday.com. Instagram, I think, is seize the day underscore today. Twitter is natmillersnell. Oh, crikey. I don't know. They're all in the show notes anyway. That's not bad memory for coming back and doing this. I hope you're all well. Take care. Look after yourself. Keep well. You have been listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Millersnell. All contact information can be found in the show notes, together with any links to websites I may have referred to in the show. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please pop over to seizethedashday.com where you'll find my other shows. And come and talk to me at Twitter or email me on nataliemillersnell at gmail.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you.